one of the things that uh, has been happening ever since we um, started out uh, as this church called Grace is that life groups have been an integral part of our identity. Life groups are at the very foundation of what it means for us to be a gospel community, making disciples and developing kingdom leaders to live on mission. Life groups uh, are in many ways the heart and the lifeblood of who we are as followers of Jesus with grace. Life groups um, really find their um, identity based on how Jesus did ministry. Um, spending um, a deep amount of time with a small group of people, loving them, encouraging them, teaching them, building them up so that they too could share the love of God and extend the kingdom of God from their relationship with Jesus himself. And we started um, a conversation back in January of this year. And that conversation was started by about um, eight or nine of us that started to get together about twice a month up in the family room. And that conversation was, what is God doing um, in our life groups? What um, do we think God wants to do more of in and through our life groups? And as we started meeting regularly and sharing our hearts, what happened was we started sharing our personal examples um, of how life groups have been um, really positive for us on some of the things that we've struggled with in the area of life group and some of the things that we feel like, you know, we, we think we can grow and mature more in this particular aspect of following Jesus together in life groups. And God began to speak to us and start giving us some clarity. And those people that were meeting together started talking to various people in the community and extending that conversation. And then we sent out a uh, life group survey this summer. It was out for about six or seven weeks. Um, and we had, I think, 52, 53 responses um, that really helped us hear one another even more. And then on um, Sunday, August 20th, we continued that conversation and say, hey, anybody who uh, is a life group leader or wants to be a life group leader or is interested in life groups, would you come uh, to have a conversation, continue this conversation? And 31 people showed up, and it was an incredible um, time together, hearing from the Lord through one another and getting a sense of how God is with us, what God is doing in us and through us, and what God wants to do more of with us in the future. And to this morning, uh, Life Group Sunday, we're going to continue that conversation, but really extend that conversation to the entire family. Like, be the family together. And, Brad, if you'll help me with the mic, we have um, several people that are, um, are going to come and just give a little two-minute testimony on their experience um, in Life Groups. And Jennifer Stearns is going to be our first one. Jennifer, are you here this morning? Awesome. Come on up and... Um, Thank you. Jennifer's been a part of this conversation since the beginning of the year. Britt's got a microphone for you. And uh, thanks for sharing your heart. I think the biggest piece about a life group is the idea that God has called us as his children to not do this by ourselves. Um, I know the hardest times in my life I have leaned into a group of people and allowed them to come into my life. And the, the way that's helped me is that in the most difficult seasons of my life, and even in some of the mundane parts of my life, I have trouble hearing God. 
I have trouble hearing him on my own. And I need other people to be the hands and feet of Jesus to me. I think that's a big part of what a life group is. You know, in Ephesians, um, God tells us, he says, to pray that we would know his love, not by ourselves, but together, that we would know the height and depth and width and length of his love. And that doesn't happen just as a silo all by myself. Um, so that's, that's why I love life groups. I think the part of life group that I enjoy the most is all of it. Um, <laughs> probably being vulnerable, really, honestly. It's, it's the part where we've spent time in his word We've spent time studying it, and God shows me, hey, you need to ask for prayer for this. This is how I'm growing you, and let's shoulder together. And I know in, in our life group, it's a safe place for me to do that, and we do it together, and it's been great. So that's my story. Awesome. Thank yeah. you, Jennifer. And um, that, Elizabeth, if you'll, if you'll come up and, uh, and share... So life group for me in the last couple of years at Grace has been just that. It's been life to me um, and grace to me. Um, the life group that I have been part of for the last two years um, involves a lot of families with young children, um, which is not me and not my space in life right now. But um, in the same way, where do you go, Michael, that I appreciate the VBS songs and stuff like that, I need... Um, five and six and eight and 10 year olds to remind me to not be so serious. And so I'm kind of the person that really appreciates inappropriate juvenile humor and sometimes encourages it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for me and for our life groups, over the last, I guess, spring and summer, we had a couple of really serious health concerns um, in our life group, mine included. And um, what happened within our life group is people, without exception, just stepped up. They didn't ask what they could do, they just did. Um, meals, transportation, child care, yard care. Um, but even more than that, um, there wasn't a, hey, I'm praying for you, or, um, you know, can't, you know, it, there wasn't, it wasn't any of that. It was, let's pray, let me pray for you, and praying right then and there. And that, for me, was huge. But it's not just in the crisis moments, it's in the everyday um, sharing struggles and joys, um, encouraging one another, breaking bread together, um, going into the scriptures together. Um, and even, and I think this is sometimes, it's something that we all need um, for people to call us out on our foolishness, um, mm. lovingly and gently. Um, and not generally in the whole group necessarily, but I mean that you have people that can walk alongside of you, share your struggles, encourage you and say, hey, this is not, are, is this, what's God saying into this? Um, so I guess that's kind of, it's what families are supposed to do with and for one another. And that's what we do. Thank you, Elizabeth. <laughs> Jamie Cantrell. All right, so. Okay, I'm gonna be talking about the teen life group, which we have every Sunday from 5.30 to 7-ish. And um, so I've been going for about the past two years, I think. My friend over here, Cade, invited me one day, and 
It was awesome. I loved it. And I think I've gone to almost every life group I could since then. Uh, Britt can probably attest to that. And I just, I love it because it gives me an outlet to talk about my faith with guys my own age and guys who are a little older than me, like Britt. And if I'm not learning something, then... <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so um, yeah, if I'm not learning something about my faith, then it's only being reinforced by the thoughts of these guys and by my peers. And I, I love that just because it, it confirms what I believe. And other, other than that, I'd say the best part about it is the camaraderie. Because, like I said, there's guys like Britt and Nathan and a couple others that don't need to be spending their Sunday nights with us. I know they have super busy lives. They're married. Some of them have kids. They have jobs. But instead, they're out here helping us and just wanting to pour into us. So I love that about them. And if any of you guys are wanting to go check it out, do it. You just come for a night and see how it is, and I'm sure you'll love it. Awesome. Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> Daniel. Good morning. Um, I would say uh, I we meet on Wednesday nights for our life group, and I... Uh, cannot wait every week. It really is the greatest time of my week uh, is to see, well, I'll just tell you why. Why is that? It's because I get to see um, an incredible group of people, all kind of places in our journey with Jesus, but um, I get to see, honestly, through our time together, little glimpses of the glory of um, Christ in one another. Um, it's already been shared, community, all those types of things. I would say, uh, you know, we, we break bread, we have a meal every single week, which who doesn't love to share meal with people that you love, um, people that you're growing with, that you can be real and have, you know, conversations at the table and at the dining room table with. We all love that, right? And uh, so we get to do that with an intentionality to then uh, go to the living word. and. Um, go to the bread of life and go to Jesus and his word. And so we do that week after week. And one of the things that I love is that, um, you know, things come and go, culture, things, uh, things come and go, and yet the word of the Lord stands forever. And so that's why we are so committed to saying we're going to open the word of God and allow the spirit of God to do a work in each of us. Um, you guys saw like the Newberries, as many of you, you saw in the Newberries video, that's the next thing I think is that um, it's an inviting, welcoming place for anybody. And we are talking every week about how do we give our faith away? How do we share our lives in the gospel with others to bring others in, uh, to invite our friends and coworkers and other family members and all those things. And so um, it has just been a, a really life transforming, humbling beautiful experience for me, and I would certainly challenge everybody uh, to take take the risk, take a step. It's a commitment. It's an effort. We all got to kind of, you know, get food and drink and, you know, drive over and the parking lot's full and it's busy, but uh, it is so incredibly worth it. And um, I would say from a very personal standpoint, it is uh, it has been life-changing, and I long to see everybody on Wednesday nights. There, after that, then I long to see everybody here on Sunday morning, 
and to just celebrate what God is doing here as well. So um, I encourage you to get plugged in if you're not already. Thank you, Daniel. Vanessa, come on up. So I get a little nervous being up front. Um, Just hold that up close. Okay. There you go. And, and speaking in public. Um, oh, my gosh. I don't know where to start. Um, so it started 2015, and um, I was really lost and involved in the whole New Age yoga movement and um, just always looking for something bigger than, you know, something like a higher power. And uh, I was raised Catholic and always wanted to dig deep but didn't know how. And I had good guidance from my parents and church, but I like to, it, I was curious. And so I experienced other denominations and it led me to um, the yoga path. And although it seems, I would say it's kind of um, seducing to the spirit and you can fall, like if you're lost, you can fall into it. But it wasn't enough. Um, so Kathy was at a yoga studio, and I was like, hey, do you know of like a Bible study group? And she opened her heart, her house, and Jonathan started the, the Bible study group. And from like one person reaching out to be saved, a whole group of people came in. And so now we meet Mondays um, at 7 o'clock. And of course, Kathy makes these amazing meals. and. Um, it's like family. It's like what you said, like, you're tired. I'm a teacher, I teach fourth grade, and I just want to go home and rest and chill. And then, you know, you drive over there and you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like home. And you open up your Bibles and it's like life breathes into you and it's just amazing. And it gets you through the week. Um, and then they invited me to Grace and it's been so amazing. It's changed my life in so many ways. My relationships, my brother, um, we, my brother got saved, rebaptized, and um, a lot of my friends just have seen a change in me um, at school. Um, and this is where God works through you because He changes your heart. And at our school, we've had a lot of um, tragic events happen to our teachers and their their family members. And out of the blue, my friend knows how much I love Jesus. She was like, we were at a conference, and they're like, can you? Can you pray? And I was like, I don't know. I don't like to be put on the spot, like right now. But okay, let God speak through me. <laughs> and so um, she talks to the principal, and she was like, Hey, Vanessa wants to pray for for the school. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like why are you putting me in the spot? But okay. And so my principal is very gracious, and she she's awesome. She's like. We're in school, in the school, in the auditorium, and at the end of our conference, at a workshop, she's like, guys, you know, we've, we're being spiritually attacked. I'm open about my faith. You're more than welcome to come and, and gather around and pray. You don't have to, but, um, you know, you, if you want to, you can. And so there she goes. She gives me the microphone, and there I go, and I'm just speaking what, what I feel God's telling me to, to pray for. And... I didn't, I mean, I'm not in a million years would I have ever expected to do what I did. And it's just glorifying God and what he does through us. Um, if you commit, if you're willing to change your life and um, you bless others. And that's what the life group has done to me. And I know that I have my family right there. And 
you know, my family's in Mexico and Ecuador, so they're really, like, you guys are my family. Mm -hmm. Like, I come here on Sunday, and I just, it makes my, my week. And, um, yeah, that's what the life group does. <laughs> Thank you, Vanessa. Very good Thank job. Thank you. Thank you. Jamie Hay. That was fantastic, Vanessa. Thank you. Um, I was just thinking that life groups are so good um, that they are opposed. And um, my experience is that, that Satan uh, wants me to live alone. And, um, and I'll find myself saying that um, nobody really understands what I'm going through. They don't understand the issue that I have at work. They don't understand the things that may be going on at home um, with my marriage or with our kids. And um, you, they've never, never faced these things before. This, my problem is, is unique. And, um, and so I'm not going to tell anybody about it. And I just want to encourage you not to fall for that trick because it's a lie and it's just not true. Um, find a group whether it's with grace or somewhere else, but please find a group. Um, if you haven't done that before, uh, it can be pretty nerve wracking uh, to start, um, but I guarantee you from my own experience that in a group, um, it can be incredibly freeing and healing and encouraging and so I just encourage you to jump off and try it. And just remember, you are never alone. He promises that. You're never alone. There is a group of people out there waiting for you to share their life with you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jenny. Anna Franklin. So I've been lucky enough to um, be a part of two different life groups. I started going to the student one when I was a sophomore, um, and I graduated this past year, and I started going to the worship life group. And um, I kind of got involved with that because at the student life group, we have a worship night about like once a month. Um, and that was super meaningful to me. Like worship has always been like really, especially worship through song, has just been a really like important part of my life with Christ. Um, so I started getting involved with the worship life group, and it's just so much fun. Like, and they won't make you sing on Sundays, I promise. You can just go. Um, and it's on Thursday nights, and it's so fun. And we just laugh, and we eat together, and we worship. And at the end, we um, pray for each other. And it's just, it's just a beautiful, like, joyful time. And I think all of the life groups are like that. And um, you should go to one in the fall. Okay. Hey, Canada. So that's just a glimpse of the really amazing ways that as we follow the Lord Jesus with grace in the context of these life groups, we are experiencing life. And as um, this conversation began and this sense of renewal started coming from January through August into September, you're just getting a glimpse of um, the, the presence and the love of the Lord Jesus Christ and his life 
among us. As we've been listening to each other, as we've been hearing from God together and seeking, where is it, Lord, um, that, that you want us to continue to um, know and grow and go? This is a little bit of what the Lord is saying to us, and it's rooted in the gospel that we heard this morning, rooted in Jesus's invitation to discipleship. And Jesus's invitation to discipleship is come, follow me, and I will send you out to fish for people. And there's three things that Jesus is communicating and inviting us into when it comes to following him. And the first is that invitation to come, to be with him, to know him, to be known by him. And not just individually, but with others. Jesus never intends any of us to follow him in isolation, but together with him. And the second aspect of that invitation to discipleship from Jesus is to follow me. The word that Jesus is trying um, to express, the meaning that Jesus is expressing when he uses the word follow is really imitate me. It's that when you're with me and you're a part of my life, um, the things that you think and the things that you say and the things that you believe and the things that you do will actually begin to look and parrot me. And so Jesus is saying discipleship is about coming and being. It's about knowing, but it's, it's about growing in our relationship with Christ and with one another. And the best way that we do that is opening up the scriptures and asking the spirit to help us to see Jesus and to hear him and then give us the desire and the ability to put what Jesus says into practice and to do that um, together with encouragement, with grace, um, and with, with prayer. And the third aspect of discipleship um, in Jesus' invitation is the go. And that Jesus calls us to come and be with him. He calls us um, to imitate and grow in our relationship with him. But he calls us not to keep that to ourselves, but to share that with others. And what Jesus promises is that when we come to him together and when we begin doing life with him together, that his life will be imparted to us and that we will then be ambassadors. We will be vessels. We will be missionaries that take his life to others in our home, in our neighborhood, in school, uh, in um, our workplaces, and throughout the city. And as... Um, as we hear and begin to respond and say, okay, Jesus, as a gospel community, making disciples and developing kingdom leaders to live on mission, what does that look like as we start a new season of life groups together? And very simple, this is what our newly forming discipleship team is hearing. That life groups really are going um, to be together and create three environments for being with Christ together. And that first is being able to share a meal together. It's amazing if you look um, at the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation and you see how important God's work is among his people through the use of meals. It's a really fascinating study. In fact, if you looked at all of the scripture and you just took meals out of it, there would be a lot of missing pieces. 
there's something that God does. There's a way that God created us to enjoy knowing and being known around a meal. And we're encouraging our life groups, wherever you are, wherever you meet, to share a meal, to share coffee, to share pastry, whatever it is, and to really press in on knowing and being known. And that means taking off our masks. It means being vulnerable. It means initiating, sharing our joys, but also our struggles in really doing life together in Christ. The second aspect um, is not just coming together in Jesus' name, but also growing together in Jesus' name. And we do that around the scriptures. And you notice there's a heart there because it's not a Bible study, right? More knowledge is not going to transform your life. Um, Jesus, in fact, says to the Pharisees at one point in his, early, in his earthly ministry, you diligently study the scriptures, but you refuse to come to me to have life. And so the scriptures aren't an end into themselves. They are God's means by which we see and know and relate to Jesus, by which the Holy Spirit speaks the words of life to us, and by which we know how to live in a right relationship with God and with one another. And so our life groups spend time opening up the scriptures. What does it say? What are you hearing? How is God speaking to you? you, and then praying for each other that we might put that word into practice and by doing so, enjoy life and life to the full. And the third aspect is um, a green light, in case you were wondering. I'm no artist, right? We, we're, we're way, we, we all know that by now, right? That's, that's been clear. Um, but, but the green light, and this is... Jesus' invitation, not just to come and be with me together, not just to imitate and grow in my likeness and character together, but also to go out together. Jesus says, I will send you out. And so in our life groups, we are taking time to share the people in our lives that don't know the Lord or don't have a church family. And we're actually spending time in our life groups praying for those people and as we move into this fall, we're going to help equip and train all of our life groups quarterly to have a party to where we can invite and welcome and show hospitality to the people God's putting on our hearts that we're praying for and that we want to help meet Jesus. And one of the greatest ways that we can help meet Jesus help people meet Jesus, is to just invite them into our lives and into our life groups where Jesus is the center. So if you look at this simple little diagram, this is, these are the three environments in our life groups where we are responding and living out and sharing Jesus's invitation to come and to follow him and to be those who are sent out um, to live on mission. I'm really excited about what God has for us because he has life and life to the full. And um, as, um, as we kind of um, embark on this new season of life in Christ together, I want to invite all of our life group leaders to come forward. Um, we're actually going um, to, to pray for y'all this morning. If you want to come up here, we're going to commission you as... Um, as we start these life groups, these are the people that God has raised up. There's more that God is raising up. Um, these are the people that God is raising up to help facilitate these, in, these environments that we call life groups. 
Um, and we just want to pray for you. Thank you for your servant-hearted ministry and for the ways that you love us and welcome us and encourage us and facilitate the presence uh, of Christ in our life groups. Um, all of these uh, dear shepherds will be up here after our worship gathering. You notice that they have um, life group name tags on. And so they're here to answer any questions you might have about their particular life group. And they'll also um, answer any questions that you might have about um, life groups in general. So um, they will be here again after the worship gathering this morning. Love y'all. So awesome. All right, let's, let's, let's pray for these leaders. Father God, we thank you that the harvest is plentiful and that you are raising up leaders for your harvest so that no one has to be helpless and harassed like sheep without a shepherd. Lord, I thank you for these under-shepherds of you, Lord Jesus, as our good shepherd. I thank you that you have raised them up. I thank you that you have called them and equipped them to lead us to life together in you. And so now, Holy Spirit, come. Come and fill these, your servants, your leaders, our life good group shepherds, Fill them with your love. Fan their gifts into flame. Give them everything that they need to help us know you and become like you and continue your mission. Lord, I pray that you would strengthen them. Lord, that you would surround them with many gifts and other people that will help them in facilitating this ministry. And Lord, that you will pour out your life in our life groups. That we will go deeper in our knowing and being known. That we will grow in faith and hope and love through the reading and the hearing and the applying of your word. And that we will be invitational and welcoming and hospitable to all those who are not here yet. Lord, let it be for your glory and our joy. And so, Lord, with great thanksgiving, we commission these leaders and ask your blessing upon them to be a blessing. Help us to pray for them, to support them, and to enjoy this new season of ministry with them. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.